I'm grateful in that I never had anything handed to me. It's always been clear to me and I've been very appreciative of everything that I have. I know and I recognize that I have that because of my hard work and my dedication. Enrique Santos is a humble yet outspoken personality sitting in a highly regarded position in his career. With a strong philosophy of giving back, there is a long list of contributions and accomplishments Enrique has fearlessly made in the public eye. As the popular host of two prominent nationally syndicated radio shows on iHeartRadio, Dios conmigo, Dios conmigo, yo con él, yo con él, el delante, el delante, y yo tras él, y yo tras él. Good morning, familia. Buenos días. Hello, hello. Enrique has leveraged his successful and often humorous voice to lead the charge on social responsibility in his local community and beyond. Throughout his esteemed career, he has interviewed several political figures and celebrities and has used his influence to not only speak on behalf of outnumbered communities, but to also join those communities together. Enrique's integrity makes him an indisputable leader who has assembled a diverse broadcast team. Even though I'm the executive producer, he shares the wealth with others, you know, with his team. So, you know? Right. So everybody gets a piece of the pie. But we all put a little piece of something on the table and we all talk about it before the show starts. As a team, we come up with ideas. Instead of one person having to do all the work, everybody has to put in part. And I guess that's why the show is very successful too. That was executive producer of Two Mañanas, Julio Ramirez, talking about his boss, colleague, and friend of over 10 years. This morning, we're guests at the iHeartMedia Miami studios, where the show is broadcast daily. The studio walls are adorned with neon signs stating encouraging phrases like, do what you love and good vibes only. And throughout my morning speaking with the broadcast team, it became very clear to me that those luminous words aren't merely motivational adages. They are a manifestation of Enrique's positive spirit and leadership. Is it possible to truly love what you do? And if so, how does one get there? On this edition of On the Job, we sit down with Enrique Santos to hear about the unique path he has taken to achieve success and ultimately happiness. Well, I would say I'm just a simple radio guy, but that wears a bunch of different hats. And I would say that I'm a, I'm a blessed guy because I, I do what, what I love. Radio for me is really, it's, it's a way of life. And so much of my life, not just my day, but my life is dedicated to, to, to my profession, especially in such crazy times that we're, that, that we're living. People need a friend, um, especially doing morning radio, because you get to dictate basically what people's days are going to look like, whether it's going to be a good day or a bad day. There's something in Spanish that doesn't really translate into English, but it's called confianza. When it's like that confidence, it's like it makes it okay. You have the green light. Latinos are very warm people. When you're able to uh, connect through the radio waves and and people feel that connection and they look at you, not just, or at least in my case, when it's not just Enrique, the radio DJ, it's Enrique, my friend, and they want to talk to you, they, they, they want to hug you, they want to tell you how their day went, they want to tell you how, how important it was, that topic that you just talked about this morning. That, to me, is, is success. My first job was working for my family business at a video store, and that moved to bagging groceries at a public supermarket in the state of Florida. Um, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, but as a kid, I, I remember always, and my passion was always to be a police officer. So I've had, I would say several, a couple of, uh, mentors in th throughout my life. I would say first, uh, my uncle Eddie, who became a, uh, 
uh, state trooper for the Florida Highway Patrol. He's just now retired a couple, couple months ago. But I remember as a kid, wow, my Uncle Eddie became a trooper. That's so cool. And I used to sit in his police car and play with the lights and with the sirens and listen to the police radio. And I think that indirectly, you know, planted that seed in me and that, that I wanted to be a, a, a police officer. A couple things I can say that I'm very, very proud of, obviously, when I graduated the police academy. Um, it's something that, again, it wasn't easy because at that time I had to go to part-time night academy because I, has, I had a full-time job dispatching. Uh, so I would dispatch at night on the midnight shift, sleep during the day and get up in the afternoon and go to a night police academy. I financed that myself because the police department wasn't hiring. They sponsored me through the police academy. So that was a big achieve achievement for me because it, it was just like my first car. It was just like my first video camera and VHS, you know, that my, my grandparents, you know, helped me to you know, co-sign to get me in my first car. But, you know, I put that money down and I made those payments. My family was very humble, but very hardworking family. I can't say I was ever hungry. In other words, there was never a meal that was missed at home. Mom and dad always provided middle income uh, family. We weren't rich, but my parents instilled in me, you know, that everything that should be grateful for everything that I have as much or as little, but everything I've had always in my life, it's something I've never had a hand me down. I didn't get an inheritance and I thank God for that. And I, and I thank the universe and the world world for that. I'm very grateful. And that early on, the vehicle came with that installed already. It wasn't an add-on, you know, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an upgrade. I feel bad for a lot of, you know, people that have life too easy, have things handed down to them. And then, you know, they hit an obstacle and they look at it as a brick wall and they can't figure out that they can get over or go around it. So how does someone go from police officer to radio broadcaster? So I was a police explorer since I was a teenager from, from there right out of high school, I became a police dispatcher. I then went to uh, the police academy and became a police officer uh, one day calling the radio station that I listened to, uh, the program director picked up the phone and I wanted to know the name of a certain album. The guy who picked up was the PD of the station and liked how Enrique sounded and invited him over. And then next thing you know, he offered him a job part time. So Enrique left police work and became a full time employee. Next thing you know, Enrique sitting in the spot where they were. And that's where his journey began. I always liked broadcasting and radio and entertainment and comedy, but I never imagined making a career out of it. But one thing led to another and my program director friend, you know, I had developed that, that skill and that interest and, and it was all in Spanish and my Spanish was kind of choppy, but it got better doing overnights and stuff. Thanks to mom and dad, because they are immigrants from Cuba and they always told me, hey, here at home, when you get home, you speak in Espanol, you speak in Spanish. I'm so grateful that they instilled that in me and that they had that rule at home because thanks to them, I am bilingual. I'm probably one of the only broadcasters in, in, I think in the country, if I'm not mistaken, that's doing the type of radio that I do where we can do, it's much, it's not just bilingual radio, it's bicultural radio. So I never envisioned making a career out of radio, but again, life is full of, of, of opportunities. And when they, they tapped me to, to host the, uh, the morning show, it was like, wow. So, you know, I kept my certification I stayed on and I still am a reserve uh, police officer for the city of Miami. So again, it's, I, I'm blessed that I'm able to do what I love. And I'm so passionate and it's like a new calling, right? Getting into broadcasting, but still able to, 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 to hang on to my original career, which was law enforcement. And I'm able to give back and inspire other uh, young people uh, to stay away from drugs and uh, gangs and, and uh, violence and a life of crime because if they see what I've, what I've been able to accomplish, you know, 
my hopes are that they can see themselves mirrored in, in, in what I do daily. You're listening to On the Job, the podcast from Express Employment Professionals. One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to express employment professionals, seeking a skilled labor position, or administrative work. Maybe you're an executive looking for a career that fits. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. Go to ExpressPros.com to find a location near you. Welcome back to On the Job and the story of Enrique Santos, who has worked hard his entire life. Every single situation that you find yourself in life, every single challenge, every single worry that you have, every single day that you get up and you say to yourself, what am I doing here? Uh, why, you know, I don't like this nine to five. I don't like this job. I don't like getting up and doing that. You know, you have your ability, you have the ability to change, to change that. But if you don't take the first step to make that change, it's never going to change. At least take that first step. We're surrounded by opportunities. So open your eyes to those opportunities. One of the main thing is sometimes it's sitting right in front of you. You don't realize it's an opportunity. That could be a conversation. If something smells wrong, if it feels wrong, it's probably wrong. So do something to change it. If you know that someone's having a bad day and you're able to help that person and you engage that person in that conversation, you don't know where that conversation may lead. Just be open, open to, to the universe, to opportunities, to conversations, to people's vibes. Talk to somebody, follow your instinct in every single scenario. I feel good in this place. I don't feel so cool in this, in this place. Something's off here. Follow your instincts. I've followed my instincts all my life and they never steer me wrong. I call him Mr. Gala or Gala. What is the right pronunciation? Because everyone invites him to MC. I'm like, dude, how many are you going to do per year? His position, so much work, and he's not the type that says no. Never. He's just a workaholic. I do have a problem with um, disappointing people. I feel as if, you know, if, if I'm able, if I'm in a position to be able to help somebody and I, and I have to say no, I do have a, like a guilty conscience, like, wow, I should have. Things do end up stacking up sometimes. And there, there are occasions when I, you know, I have to pump the brakes and say, you know what? I need a day or two. I need a disconnect. I'm blessed to be in a position to comes with big responsibility. And when people look up to you for, for certain things as a community leader, as a role model, in, in our industry, as a leader in the LGBT community, as a leader in the, with, for the, and a voice for the immigrant uh, community, especially with so much negativity that's being uh, spread and, and, and so many fears. There's a lot of people that are scared, genuinely scared. People, they, they need someone to turn to. They, they need a friend. Sometimes it's hard to shut that door or say, you know what, I, if I lose an hour of sleep, but I know that I'm going to be able to help X amount of people, even just one person. I, I have a hard time telling myself no because of that. If it's in our community, you know, since the station is in Miami, so it's a community, we're going to try to, like, help. Not just give the news, but we give the news, everybody gives the news, what are you doing about it? Enrico be like, somebody better find that person, bring them on the show, tell the story, or whatever help they need. This kid, they got beat up, and the video went viral but they don't follow up on the story. We talk about the problem and look for a solution. Last year, I was a young man uh, who was seven years old. He wrote a letter to me and I'll show it to you. He sent it through his mom. Autistic kid writes a letter to me telling me how he was bullied in school and how these kids broke his glasses and that I'm his best friend. 
Sorry. So how could I tell that kid no? We brought him to the show. Kid was beyond himself. <clears throat> we cut his hair. I called the superintendent of the schools. Superintendent took it personally. He says, I'm going to take care of this. Went and had lunch with Jose. Talked to the teachers. Talked to the kids who were bullying him. So that's the power of radio. That's the power of connecting and the sense of responsibility. So when they asked me to walk to be a team leader and organize a team and to host Autism Awareness Day, how could I say no? To say no, I'm, I'm saying no to who knows how many Jose's. We cover all the nationalities from our listeners. And so, and I think his voice is neutral. He doesn't sound too Puerto Rican or too Cuban. So his voice is just perfect for everyone to like and listen. And he's the guy that stays in between. I think that I'm respected amongst my colleagues, especially the people that I lead in the industry, specifically the jocks. I wear a bunch of different hats, but at the end of the day, normally I'm the first one in and the last one out. So I think there's a certain level of respect in that I'm on the front lines. So I wouldn't ask you to do something that I'm already not, not doing. It's a lot of hours. And a lot of people say, oh, you host six to 10 o'clock and go take a nap. No, at 10 o'clock is when the problems start. We have a million different things that have to be produced for the next day. And then we have a bunch of other meetings that we got to jump into. And then talking and being respectful to, to other people and having the time. That's something I got to get better at, being a better listener and giving people the time that, that they deserve. And being transparent and being sincere. And when I'm having a bad day, just open up, opening the mic and being sincere with my listeners and saying, you know what? Today's a bad day. I have a headache. Today's a bad day because I'm worried about this. So but it comes at a high price because the, your personal life and business and your career kind of all mixes. But that's part of what this career comes with. It's not a nine to five job where you just punch out and then you, you're able to disconnect and do something totally different. This is something where I'm connected 24 uh, seven. You need to be on top of, you know, uh, world events and current events and things are constantly changing and what's important and a priority right this second, something can happen in 30 seconds, which changes all of our days. And again, it's, it's a blessing that I'm able to do what I do, but it, it's a very big responsibility because I need to know the topics. I need to know what I'm talking about. But again, I don't like preaching to, to my audience. I always tell my people, my followers, what, what I do, why I think the way I think, uh, why I'm voting on certain topics, which is taboo, especially within the Latino community. You know, it's very, people don't say who they vote for. That's like, that's, you don't talk about that. No, I think it's important for me to talk about that. This is why I'm doing it. Let's have a, a healthy uh, conversation and we can, we can all learn from and hope that that, that makes sense. It's ever-changing. And we're always learning, myself and everyone on my team. And what my goal is, obviously, is to be able to replicate what I've been able to accomplish with my team, but create a bunch of these same winning teams. I'm blessed to have talented people that come up with a plan and strategize that their hearts are in the right place. To be able to recognize talent, it's very fulfilling. Now, with my most recent step, I've worked for the major broadcasting companies in the country, Spanish. I started with Spanish Broadcasting System, then went to Univision, and now this new vertical that we just launched at iHeart, iHeart Latino, Mr. Mark Anthony, who's a personal friend, and he'd ask me, why do you do radio this way? Me explaining my industry to him and him explaining his business and kind of fusing those things together and really sitting down with Mark uh, inspired me to, you know, leave a great position that I, that I had at Univision and just to strive for more, not to feel bad about it. It's nothing wrong with you always, and always challenging yourself. And always looking for and making better and new goals. So I would say that Mark, I would attribute my 
and being, you know, one, one of the mentors that, that really impacted my life. He really took me from being broadcaster, not just, just, not just a broadcaster, from DJ to boss. Would you say that your career was a case of being in the right place at the right time? I don't believe in luck. I think, yes, you can be at the right place at the right time if your heart and is, is, is in the right place and you're really dedicated and a hardworking person, you can achieve, honestly, whatever you want, not to make it sound cliche. Life is full of opportunities, but being able to recognize those opportunities and be open and receptive to, to, to change and not be afraid to, to take that leap. But if you work hard enough for something, you, you, you can attain it. Don't, I don't like lazy people. And I recognize that right away. And people that either get complacent in broadcasting, getting too comfortable is death to careers, to, to projects, to you always got to be thinking a, a step ahead. Again, it's such a fast paced, a, a constant and ever changing business that, that we're in that you need to be able to, you know, balance a bunch of different things at once. You need to be able to morph yourself into different positions. So it, it is a big challenge, but hard work pays off. Uh, a hard worker is always going to outshine even, you know, you can be a very talented person, but if you're not dedicated and you're not a hard worker, someone that doesn't have that talent that you have not, it's, may not be as good as you, but they're, you know, they're more dedicated and applied to what they're doing. They might outshine you. I definitely love my job and working with Enrique and the team and the alarm goes on and I don't have to drag myself out of the bed. You love what you do. And when you love what you do, you don't care if you work even on the weekends. I heart and the team, it's fun. We travel, we, you know, as a team and working with Enrique, it's, it's, it's really fun. I, I'm honestly blessed. Making this huge move to iHeartMedia, you know, I was very, I was established and very successful on Spanish radio working uh, for Univision. I was making good money. I had my team. Again, going back to, to Mark Anthony, and he helped me open my, open my eyes. Say, hey, you don't have to be an employee anymore or just an employee. That's okay. If you're happy with that and you're satisfied with that, you can stay there and you can talk till you're 105. And in broadcasting, we can do that. Casey Kasem's and the Dick Clarks, and may they rest in peace, and people that really opened doors for us in, in broadcasting. But literally, these men worked you know, until they almost checked out. I always achieved for more and I wanted more, and I liked the challenge, and I said... And let's head this new vertical. So I would say also one of the major, major accomplishments of my life were to launch this, this awesome animal. I'm looking for us to grow our, our footprint and with, uh, with our events and our reach. That's my goal, to really to grow the footprint and to open up the doors for, and opportunities for other, other broadcasters also. Not just in the Spanish field, but in the bicultural field that's so important right now in, 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 in the country. I'm Liz Regan, and that was Enrique Santos. And that's all for this edition of On the Job. Find out more at expresspros.com. And you can listen to every podcast this season at expresspros.com slash podcast. This podcast is produced by Decibel Studios in New York, iHeartRadio, and Red Seat Ventures. You can subscribe on iHeartRadio and iTunes, where we hope you'll leave a nice review. That helps other folks find us. And of course, you can listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time on The Job.